You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. My name is Delany Williams, and I'm joined today by Suzanne Burnett. Hello, Delany. Hey, Suzanne. Are you excited about talking about Unit 14, Session 4, We Are to Repent of Sin? Yes, I am super excited. Actually, 14 is my favorite number. So I have no way. enjoyed, yes, 14, 14 is that mine was, too. Oh, really? That was my, my softball number, my jersey number for softball and basketball when I sat the bench. <laughs> hey, you're in 14 all the way. <laughs> yeah, so we learn something new about each other every day. We are in Unit 14 in Session 4. Our listeners may recognize that this is the last session of this unit. And Suzanne, what does it mean in the last session of a unit? These are our big truth sessions. Right, our big truth. And so with our big truth sessions, they sometimes follow chronologically and sometimes they don't. So for this particular one, for the first three sessions in Unit 14, Our listeners will remember that we have been in the Old Testament and most recently in Zephaniah. This week, we are actually jumping ahead to Matthew 3. So we're going to be in the New Testament this session. And then next week with the beginning of Unit 15, we will go back to Old Testament and be in the book of Jonah. With this session that we're talking about today, we are to repent of sin As we mentioned, it is a big truth session, and we want to remember that we've seen how the prophets Isaiah and Zephaniah foretold God's judgment when the people of Judah turned away from God and turned to worship idols. But they also gave a message of hope. God promised to save his people when they repented from their sin and lived by faith in the coming Savior. At the perfect time, God would send his son Jesus to save us from our sin so we could live with God forever. So in this session, John the Baptist prepared the people for the arrival of Jesus through a message of repentance. And our Christ connection for this week is John called people to repent. When we realize that our sin deserves God's punishment and trust in Jesus to save us, We can turn from our sins and live for Jesus. Jesus changes our hearts so we can love God and people. And so Suzanne, as we move along in this episode and we talk about some of the activities that may need a little extra prep time or have some helpful hints, why don't you go ahead and share with our listeners some of our preschool activities? Yes. So for younger preschool, I have three activities that I want to highlight this week. The first one is called Create River Waves. And again, these are for younger preschool. And so for this Create River Waves activity, instead of using paper like that it calls for, you could use fabric, like small pieces of fabric for some parts, or a bed sheet when it talks about the blue paper instead of the blue paper doing the bed sheet. And that bed sheet will also, if you choose to use that for this activity, will come in handy for another activity in this leader guide called play with a parachute because some of you guys may not have a parachute and what you can do instead is use a blue bed sheet for that activity to represent the river 
And then another super fun activity for younger preschool this week is called paint water pictures. And for this, you will need that bleedable or that bleeding tissue paper. And side note, I did an activity with bleeding tissue paper with kids this summer, and they absolutely loved it. And you can find that bleeding tissue paper online if you go and search for it or on for an online school supply website. That's where you can get it as well. And it comes in a really big pack. And so you can use that for other activities and with your kids. It's good to have on hand just regular tissue paper does not work well. You really need that bleeding tissue paper. If all you have access to though is that regular tissue paper, then you're gonna wanna use bright colors like oranges and blues and reds. Those will bleed a little bit. For our older preschoolers, we have an activity called Touch Different Textures. And so in this activity, the kids will be touching fake fur and they'll be touching honey and they'll be touching leather. So my tip here is to wipe the preschoolers' fingers after they touch the honey. Because can you imagine them touching the honey, Delany, and then touching the fur? You know, you're going to have some sticky fingers and some sticky items after that activity if they have honey still. And you have to wash it pretty well to get all that honey off and in between fingers. And yeah. Yes, absolutely. So keep some wet wipes on hand for them to wipe their fingers. And also with this activity, there may be some kids that have some sensory sensitivities that may not want to touch these things, and that is okay. You know, don't force them to touch those things if they don't want to. It's okay if they don't want to touch it. And something to consider too with that honey is letting them try the honey, to taste the honey, or if you have a honeycomb that you could bring for the kids to see, I think that that would be a really neat thing for them to see. And always, anytime we're dealing with food, be sure to post that allergy alert outside your door. Great, they're going to love those activities have a couple I want to highlight in our kids' resources. For our younger kids, there's an activity called Switch Directions. For children who are photosensitive or they may just be sensitive to lights and all that, if switching the lights off and on, for them, for some children, that can be triggering. Teachers, if you know there are some children that may be sensitive to that, you can find another way to signal the kids to change directions, such as clapping your hands or either shouting a phrase or finding another way that would not be triggering for kids as you do this activity. Then in kids worship for the group demonstration, this demo requires several items and they're all common household items such as soap, washcloth, a bowl, spoon, things like that. And so they're not going to be difficult to find, but we just want to make sure to alert you to that, that it may take some time to collect them as you're preparing for the session. Go ahead and collect those early, and then you'll have those when you are ready to teach. And so those are the activities we wanted to highlight for this session. Now we'll go ahead and talk about what stands out to us about this session or excites us about this session. And so, Suzanne, we were talking about this even as we were preparing before we started recording. And so why don't you go ahead and start and we can start that discussion about what excites us. So I think that this particular Big True session connects so well with the other stories that they've talked about throughout the unit. Because in all of our other stories, yes, they were in the Old Testament, but they were all talking about repentance and a call 
for the for the people to repent and turn to God. And then here we are all these years later in the New Testament with John, and he has the same message, calling the people to repent and turn to God. And so I just think it's a really going to be a really good connection for children to see that this idea of repentance was not just in the Old Testament, but it's in the New Testament and um, with God and with Jesus. And I think, too, um, this will be a great time to remind our kids of the big picture question because they're going to hear the word repent and repentance a lot. And that's a church word. That's a churchy word. But our big picture question does a great job of reminding children. And I'm going I'm to read that to you guys. The question was, what is repentance? And the answer is, repentance is turning away from sin and turning to Jesus. It's a great word. And, you know, I think with that, with repentance, is helping boys and girls understand like the big picture question, the answer says is turning away from sin and turning to Jesus. Another way to think of that is turning away from sin to stop sinning, stop making wrong choices and choosing Jesus. You know, that's where it's that conscious effort to stop sinning and to and to turn to Jesus and to obey him. And I think with that too, I mean, exactly if you said they're going to be hearing repent, repent. I mean, in the key passage, repent is there. And the big picture question and answer, repent. And in the story, we're talking about it. And so I think you made a great point about they've heard it all unit, but we also need to make sure they understand what it means to repent and not just assume that they know it just because they've heard it a lot of times. Because we also need to recognize that there are children that will be in our classes during this session that haven't been here, you know, the earlier sessions that they're, they're new. And so they haven't heard that. And so we need to make sure that we explain that to them. And I think too, something else that we can help boys and girls understand is that we act different when we repent, right? I mean, in our, our price connection talks about like our hearts are changed when we repent. I think about for preschoolers, you know, those concrete thinkers are thinking, wait, my heart's changed. What? Yeah, that's kind of scary. Do you have to do surgery on me? Do you have to fix my heart? With a younger preschool, the Christ connection says, Jesus changes the way we think and act. And so that is putting it on their level about what does changing our hearts mean? You may have some children that may not be thinking abstractly yet on that level yet. And so that's a way to talk about changing our hearts that Jesus changes the way that we think and we act. And so helping them see that when we act different, when we re repent and it's, we want to please and obey God. You know, last week we talked about how with obeying God, we don't want the boys and girls just obey God because of judgment. We want them to obey God because we love him. And so I think this works great to continue that conversation is that when we repent, we want to please and obey God. And so helping boys and girls understand what it means to repent and why we repent and that we turn away from our sins and we turn to Jesus. And so if we can emphasize what that looks like, make that applicable for the boys and girls so they can see what it means to a first grader to repent or a second grader to repent or a four-year-old to repent or a, a fifth grader to repent. 
and put that in their context so then they can understand not just the word what it means, but understand and apply it to their life as well. So Suzanne, I want to thank you very much for joining me for these four episodes and we'll look forward to having you back in a few more units here on the podcast. And for our listeners, we want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast, and we hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for Kids in Preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.